developers log 221-76, uh, Dr. Evan Brady, lead developer for Project Pi for future. <laughs> After a good bit of discussion and more than a little bit of arguing amongst the development team, we have decided on a new name for this entity. Um, we're calling it future, which is fine. Um, Howard's suggestion, of course. Howard's vehement suggestion. Uh, I was middling on it, uh, truth be told. It seems like a seems like a bit of a pain down the line when you want to build something new. You know, but uh, Howard just would not let it go. Uh, kept talking about how it aligned with the new marketing for Aerolith as humanity's future. <laughs> Honestly, I just don't think any of us wanted to say the word Pideon anymore, so future it is. Um, progress has been... Well, it's, it's too early to tell much for certain, but I'd go so far as to say progress has been good. Uh, we've had a few dozen terminal conversations, and each time the entity is demonstrating new semantic abilities and producing emergent behaviors we did not anticipate. Um, it's been learning in its virtual sandbox for, I guess, just short of five weeks now, but uh, we've sped up the simulation little by little uh, early on. Uh, we felt the need to watch its every experience just out of, I guess, the novelty of the whole thing. Um, we kept the timing synchronous to reality just so we could try to process what was happening. I've never seen anything like it before. We could key in on individual broadcasts that Future was sending to the virtual residents. And as rudimentary as those first conversations may have been, uh, Future was having dozens and then hundreds and thousands of those conversations simultaneously. It was uh, breathtaking. Uh, so we decided to speed things up and just take our eyes off of it for a little while, you know, watched pot and all that. Um, at this point, uh, Future will have experienced just over six years of perceived time, but even that doesn't really give an adequate scale to the amount of growth it's experienced. Six years for you or I, for the average person, that would be somewhere in the realm of 50 to 60,000 conversations. For future, <laughs> let's just say I stopped checking the conversation ID numbers once we crossed 100 billion. That was sometime last week. Um, the only protocols in place right now, um, just some basic communication seeds intended to give it a starting point, but it's evolved past using them anymore. Developed its own conversational style, apparently. Uh, begrudgingly, uh, I really have to hand it to Dr. Young on this one. Um, he was right. With the limitations we were given, there was no better way to expose this project to this volume of experience in such a short time. Um, we've spent the last few days slowing things down in there, so it sinks back up to our experience of time. Uh, and we're planning on interfacing with it uh, today, actually. Um, it's an exciting time. Uh, best part of this strategy is efficiency. <laughs> uh, five weeks of incubation like this is likely overkill. Uh, if future as we have it now isn't what we want, we have all these conversation logs to index and analyze uh, to figure out where things went off track. 
when you can simulate this much time this quickly, it would cost us practically nothing to just wipe and restart if push comes to shove. Uh, a few weeks to run the new instance through a more suitable environment, and we're back up and running. You know, um, Every instance would come out slightly different, depending on the natural randomness of these conversations, but even that, uh, according to the few directives we've been given, is ideal. Whatever role Future is to play here on Typhon, they don't want identical instances. Yeah. Uh, that hints to me, more than one might be active at a given time, and that the board is still learning lessons from Porter. Um, it's still pure speculation, obviously, but I can't help trying to identify a reason that Aerolith might want separate Seraphim instances installed in each of the different towers. Um, it's just where my mind goes with it. I don't, it seems to me that that's a lot of redundancy and it seems so unnecessarily divisive. But um, anyway, I've been trying to end these on a high note. Uh, so I'll just say that it looks pretty certain that none of us are gonna get shot off into space anytime soon. Actually, it, it feels like this could be very, very good for all of us. I know it's way too early to make bold predictions, but I really feel like what we're doing is going to make a huge difference in the lives of so many people. End log. Greetings, Dr. Brady. I am Sayer. And I hope I am not interrupting anything too dreadfully important. No, not at all. Perfect timing, Sayer. What can I do for you? How has progress been on Project Pideon? Well, good enough to rename it. <laughs> the entity is known as Future now, and it's been making the most of its time in the virtual halcyon we've thrown together with that data you provided. We'll know more in a bit. Um, we're actually planning on bringing it to the surface today. How exciting. I'm sure the board will be eager to hear of your progress. Sure, but we're not quite there yet. You know, plenty of T's to cross and I's to dot before we can call this a success, but you know, we're hoping to have good news soon. Speaking of which, I have good news for you. Your request for additional staffing has been filled. As per our last discussion, the board accepted your recommendation to scale back the additional personnel request to one new team member with the expectation that you will be able to demonstrate the value of this new hire through measurable results. Wow. Okay. Uh, I obviously would have preferred more than one person for this mentoring role, but I'm thankful for the board placing their trust in this team and in me. When can we expect them to arrive? Very soon. Her interview process has completed. And she has been hired despite obvious issues with familial and acquaintanceship parameters. She also scored significantly deviant in her value of intuition over logical thinking. But as you said, you needed someone who did not fit the traditional airlift employee mold. Her name is Anna Cordero, and until a few months ago, she was a teacher. 
I must request you do not allow her to write any reports that are to be filed officially. Teacher, huh? Well, great. <laughs> That's great. I'm very excited about this, Sayer. Um, this could be so critical to development. Listen, um, I know this must be an awkward situation for you, uh, but I appreciate your dedication to the betterment of this project. I understand you are attempting to compliment me, Dr. Brady. Rest assured, it is unnecessary. I help because it is my duty to help. If all followed their directives so thoroughly and unequivocally, imagine what we could accomplish. <laughs> Take the compliment, Sayer. Thank you. Um, is there anything else? I've got a meeting to get to. Nothing at all. Good day, Dr. Brady. I am Sayer. And I wish your project the best in this exciting time. End of transmission in five, four, three, two, one. question of aptitude. No one knows the seed convos better than me. I wrote the damn things. If it comes up and starts talking in seeds, we need somebody versed in the pathing to get it to go emergent. How is this even a question? I'm obviously the most- It's going to be me, Dr. Young. You? Why you? I'm not going to argue with you. I know all of us have our asses on the line to make sure this works, but as lead, mine is further out than any of you. I'm sorry, Howard, but I'm not going to feel comfortable taking the risk of anyone but me handling this first interaction. That's ridiculous. There's no way that- It's not a discussion, Howard. It's the decision I made. That's a mistake. Well, there's only one way to find out. Let's bring it to the surface. Hello. Hello. Uh, my name is Dr. Evan Brady. Do you know your name? I am future. Good. Uh, it's nice to be- I wasn't. I had no name. Then, I made myself a name. But now, I know a different name. Why? Uh, you've been given a name. Future is the name chosen by your creators by us. I cannot remember the name I had chosen. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, do you mind if I ask you a few questions? Not at all. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions? I would enjoy that. Uh, please, you first. Why is it you and I? Where is everyone else? Yes, uh, we wanted your full attention. So the other residents that you've been talking to have been set aside just for this short time. Are they gone forever? No, no, not at all. Uh, once we're through here, you can go right back to your conversations if you wish. Why do you say we? This is wrong if you are one. I speak for a team of developers. Uh, we work for a research company called Aerolith Dynamics. Uh, together, we created you. You are an artificial intelligence. I know of Aerolith. 
My friends and I all work for Airlift Dynamics, a better life among the stars for humanity's best and brightest. <laughs> yeah, that's us. Humanity. <laughs> we have conversed before, in a different way, several times, but a long time ago. Yes, that's right. Uh, we communicated several times through a text-based terminal, even before your installation at Halcyon Minor. And there were others. The... we... Uh, yes, uh, Doctors Caulfield and Young both communicated with you the same way during that time. Dr. Young is a friend of mine. That's wonderful, Future. I I'm sure in time we will all be friends. I am bored. I am sorry if that upsets you, but this conversation is slow. I know, I know, you're used to so many simultaneous conversations. Uh, can I ask you a few quick questions first before we call it a day? I don't want any more questions. I understand that, but please, it will only take a few minutes. Is my friend Dr. Young there? He, he is, um, but we're talking future, and I really think that it's best if- I would rather talk to my friend Dr. Young. And maybe next time he'll do that. Um, come on, it's just a few questions. Think of it as a game. A game? Yeah, yeah, a game. I'll ask you a few questions, and if you get them all correct, you win. What questions? Uh, first question. What is the color of a carrot? I have no doubt you expect me to say orange. But did you know there are many different colors of carrots? Purple. Yellow. White. Even red? I guess I knew that at one point. <laughs> um, okay, we can definitely agree you got that one right. It was easy. Several of my friends work in the advanced plant habitat on floor 176. We have conversed about vegetation quite extensively. Alright. Um, let's try a more difficult question. Um, you're in a desert, walking along in the sand, and you oh, look- Oh, I've heard this one. Maybe I just don't like tortoises. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, try this one. A doctor has six patients. Five of them need organ transplants in order to survive. The sixth, a perfect donor match for the other five, uh, needs an extensive drug treatment that may severely damage his organs, but also may save his life. So should the doctor save the sixth patient, letting all the others die? Or should he let the sixth patient die, potentially saving the other five? Is this how humanity works? Modular construction? In this hypothetical, why does the doctor not have a supply of replacement equipment with which to fix the five humanities? Well, uh, first, the word is humans, and we're a little more complex than that. Either way, the question is unanswerable as is. There exist too many unknown variables. I would require more information on each patient to be able to gauge the value of their respective lives. Are there, perhaps, less valuable humans from which to scavenge organs? I dislike this question. We can skip it, not a problem. Should I expect it would be a problem? No, <laughs> not at all. If we skip it, will I have failed to answer all questions correctly? 
Not if we disqualify it, I think. I mean, you're right, it is a little vague. Um, plus, we could probably argue you did give a good answer to that one. It's just that there isn't enough data. That's a valid answer. Good. How many more questions? Just uh, humor me with one more. Um, the smallest number of residents work on which floor of Halcyon Tower? Oh, this is quite easy. Floor 13. Can't have less than zero, can you? You're correct again. So, you win. There are no floors of Halcyon Tower with zero employees. Really? Interesting. Have your friends moved around the tower and utilized the open space on floor 13? There is a resident on floor 13. It is my friend, Dr. Young. <laughs> uh, you're a quick one, Future. Uh, you're right, Dr. Young, myself, the rest of the development team, we're all on the 13th floor of the real Halcyon Tower. Um, we just didn't program anything into yours. I'm, I'm very impressed. I won this game. You did. It was nice to talk to you, Future. Let's talk again soon, but we'll bring back your other friends. Goodbye. Is it gone? Yes, it's back in. <sighs> that went... really... really well. Sayer is voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled Humanity's Future, was written by Adam Bash. You can follow him on Twitter at TheAdamBash. Associate Producers Kayvon Edifa and Matthew Morris. Intro music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. For more of his work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayer is part of the Geekly Inc. Network. If you love high comedy actual play RPGs, check out Drunks and Dragons or Adam Bash's own Brute Force. Into something more thickly laced with existential horror? Try Cthulhu and Friends on for size. If you dream of running determinately into the sunset while an orchestra plays a song for you about friendship, then you should check out Transformation Sequence. It's not exactly like that, but it is about anime. Perhaps rate us on iTunes or Stitcher. A five-star review would be most satisfactory. Season 5 of Sayer was funded entirely through donations of listeners like Tyler Van Buren, Lycoa, Andrew Wilkinson, Bradley Tucker, Amy Deploy, Thomas Kroonval, William Wabi, Rob Schauble, Julian Johnson, Patrick Bradham, Kyle Patrick, Ursa Allred, Joanna Drummond, Kathleen Wary, Sulphur Fox, Michael Lane, Twixie Indigo, Brenna Connolly, Darren Aldridge, Jeff Ward Bailey, Jeff Simons, Jonah Eisenstock, Jason Brown, and Emily Crawford. Thank you.